Hey, and welcome to Fangirl NFL Show. This will be your one-stop shop for all things game day. It's a weekly chat with your football besties. Whether it's the most exciting matchups of the week or tips on how to make the most of your game day, Haley and Sydney keep it fun throughout the NFL season. So grab a drink, listen to us while you're sitting in traffic, but please don't do both at the same time. Either way, get ready to fangirl about football with us week after week. Okay. Hey, Sid, we're back. We are back. Another week talking about the NFL. Another week. A crazy day. Super crazy day. I know. We're going to take a break from talking about the games this past weekend because there was so much that happened today in terms of movement around the NFL. Yes. The most in a day, actually. So it was a a historical day. Of course. Remember, we were just talking about this last week, how there's always some kind of new record like every week in the (laughs) NFL. But um, yeah, today there were 10 trades made. So today was obviously the last day of the deadline, the trade deadline, um, which was pushed back from years past post week eight. um, And it gave people more time to, you know, make these moves. And I think that's obviously why we're seeing more happen. But 10 made today, the most ever made on any NFL trade deadline day. Yeah. How do you feel about the trade deadline timing. Like, I think it's fine. I don't, I don't see why this change made a huge difference, you know, and it's being changed for everyone. So everyone's kind of still in the same boat. So I'm fine with it. Yeah. I think I'm like one of the small group that's just like, ah, these families have to pick up and move to a city they've never seen. (laughs) I just, I'm, I'm thinking of like the logistics. You're thinking about it from the emotional side of things. Yeah. And I'm just like stressed, um, which I get, I know like it's a business, but it's, it's actually pretty crazy because in the non-athletic world, you're like, oh, I get a new job. Like you might have, you know, some time to get there, move up there, whatever. And the NFL, it's like, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see you yeah, practice right? tomorrow. <laughs> Turn in this jersey I think and get the other me- one tomorrow. I think for me, what's crazier about the pushback deadline is that you could have been on a really good team and you know that you've got a great chance. And then you go to maybe a not so good team or a team that's in their rebuilding phase. And now you're like, son of a. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like like that would be even harder for me. Yeah. Like the wives and the families, like they kind of knew what they signed up for. Right. Like it's not a um, it's not a business you go into for security. But um, the moving from like a good team to a bad team is, I think, what would kill me the most if (laughs) if it was me in a situation where I was like waiting or knew that I might possibly be traded. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, let's talk about them. Let's talk about all 10 and go through them and kind of just, you know, see what we what we feel. I mean, there were obviously more than 10. We have some from October 26th and the 25th and the 20th and the 17th Mm -hmm. and back to September. But the 10 today. Um, let's start with the Falcons. So the Falcons sent uh, safety Dean Marlowe back to the Bills for a 2023 seventh round pick. This is fantastic for the Bills. Um, Poirier got hurt last week. Hopefully it's not anything terrible. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Micah Hyde's already out. Dean Marlowe was a Bill. He already knows the defense. So for, you know, Brandon Bean and... The administration, that was a great move because he'll be able to come in and, and pick up where he left off. I think that was um, And the the Falcons, what did they, yeah, they got a seventh round pick. Like to me for the Bills, like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? I feel like seventh there round you pick go. was Take just, it. <laughs> yeah, was just thrown out there so much. 
and was like, you get a seventh round, you get seventh round. I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like the Falcons were obviously probably not using Dean Marlowe much, and they were like, sure, yeah. we'll take anything for him. Um, yeah. and in that case, fine. I always feel like to somehow, you know, Brandon Bean will figure out how to get all of these picks back in one way or another at some point. He's like yeah. some type of magic GM wizard. Um, the bills also the big, you know, news with the bills was that running back Naeem Hines from the Colts is coming to the bills in exchange for a conditional fifth round pick and running back Zach Ma. I actually think it's a six round pick. Um, I'm reading my notes and I think I wrote them wrong, but yeah, Naeem Hines is going to be great. It's a bit interesting to see where he's at actually going to fit in i'm not mad about zach moss leaving he really wasn't playing much anyway he wasn't getting you know too many touches um naeem hines is super fast so he could definitely be you know the punt returner um he you know is a great passing running back like catch the ball so yeah it'll be interesting to see and i think that was a big one for the bills in terms of like when you look at some of these trades and you're like who do you think won this one I yeah. think the Bills won this trade. For sure. Especially because a lot of teams are asking about him. Um, exactly. For, for a couple, few, at least a few days. But obviously, there's so much behind the scenes that we don't know. But um, that was going around a lot. So definitely the Bills won that one. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because, like, Dean Marlowe is a very clear, like, we need depth there because people keep getting hurt and we're, like, super thin. This one wasn't, this one was a bit of a shock. Like it wasn't a total, you know, Singletary has been playing well the last couple of games. We have James Cook who's starting to look more comfortable. So you, you're kind mm-hmm. of like interesting, like what are they going to do here? But yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. I like it. Great, great job, Bills. <laughs> <laughs> go, go Bills. <laughs> I didn't even mean to start out for the Bills. It's just like human nature and I can't friggin' help myself. I know. Well, um, my Cowboys just, just said... Everybody else, great job. Which I honestly, I was kind of surprised <laughs> that there wasn't any movement. Um, but but yeah, I think Jerry Jones talked about the train. There were a couple the of those. Let's talk about that. Let's let's talk about that at the end because there's like a few teams where you're like, what are yeah, you doing? Like, mm-hmm. That were just sitting around. They like forgot it was the trade deadline today because the trade deadline moved and they're not used to it. And they just like, yeah. oh shit. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, the Chiefs. Chiefs traded cornerback Rashad Fenton to the Falcons for a conditional seventh round pick. Yes. Um, I had to ask this earlier, which I know might be kind of a dumb question, but the difference between a conditional pick and an actual regular, you know, draft pick. Um, obviously, the the conditional pick is being given to them because this was part of a trade, but there are conditions that have to be met in order for that team to actually get that draft pick. So, you know, if I traded a player to you under, um, under the, you know, condition that they had to play at least 50 snaps in the rest of 2022, uh, but then that didn't happen, then you're not getting your pick from us. So For anyone else that like may have been wondering what the difference was, there's a little education for you for today. With with that trade, the Chiefs gained 1.4 million in cap space, which yeah, you have to screw think. that. I don't want to give them <laughs> any more cap space. But with, yeah, you know people's contracts coming up. It's like hmm, a little extra cash. What's going down? We'll see. Well, they're definitely trying to make a move for Odell. There's oh, no yeah. question about it. Yeah. Uh, which kills me as a Bills fan because, you know, Von Miller's over here every day, like Odell, 
get on over here, man. Like we're best buds. You got to come over here. Yeah. Um, and he's coming off of a very big injury. He's yes. only going to be on a one year deal, which is like half of this season. Like he's not going to ask. I, I don't think he's going to get a lot of money. So yeah. um, that extra little bit of cash there is big for the mm-hmm. Chiefs. So I don't like it. Yeah. But good on him. Mm. Mm. Um, let's talk about Broncos country. Let's ride. Yeah. So <laughs> I have I have to say it every time I think about yeah. Russell Wilson or the Broncos. I love that when they they finally got a win in London. He's like, yeah. all right, Broncos country, let's ride. And the um the announcer, the host was like tr- absolutely trying to hold in a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Killed me. I think it's so funny because everybody thinks it's funny. Um, okay, so the Broncos acquired a pass rusher, Jacob Martin, and a 2024 yeah. fifth-round pick from the Jets in exchange for a 2024 fourth-round selection. God, so the Broncos yeah, also traded edge rusher Bradley Chubb and a 2025 uh, fifth-round pick to the Dolphins, which was a massive trade, for a 2023 first-round pick, 2024 fourth-round pick, and running back Chase Edmonds. Yeah. This was big for the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, the Dolphins are chasing the Bills, quite honestly, in the AFC East. That's their competition to win the division. And picking up uh, Bradley Chubb was a difference maker, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. They need somebody that can come after Josh Allen, even though... Yeah. It's still not going to happen. <laughs> Never there. Um, <laughs> um, Martin, sorry, he's not leading, but he averages 1.5 sacks a game. So, Yeah, okay. So he's a really good pass rusher. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like with these trades, you're like, okay, like, congrats, but also you need this, 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 and this. Yeah. And so, you know, like, that's fantastic, but also it's you're still figuring it out. Whereas like the trade for, you know, the dolphins is going to make an immediate difference. I think that's sometimes that like, you know, difference when we get to the trade deadline. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of the dolphins, they um, also, they made another move today. They acquired running back Jeff Wilson from the 49ers in exchange for a 2023 fifth round pick. This was another, I mean, the dolphins said today, like they woke up today and chose Violence. Violence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were ready to spend the money and make, well, not even spend the money, but like make those moves that make them a possible contender. It's like right, hard yeah. for me to even say that because I'm like, you still have to come through the bills. I just can't, I can't let it go. <laughs> yeah, but go. like, you know, yes, that yeah. is still going to make a big difference for them. Yeah. And Wilson is um, very familiar with, Offense coordinator Mike Pitano, they worked together before. So yeah. he's very familiar with the playbook. And I feel like we'll ha- kind of have a, a seamless transition into, into that game atmosphere. Yeah, that makes a big difference when guys can come in and just, you know, automatically kind of assimilate into all of those schemes um, and yeah. just into that coaching staff um, yeah. and not really have any of that kind of like education time. That's a lot. That's big. That's big. That That's big. is... I mean, what number are we on? How many how many trades have we already talked about? Five, six. Six. So seven. 
the Jaguars. Yeah, the Falcons. I mean, made a ton of moves today. So the the Jaguars yeah. acquired uh, suspended receiver Calvin Ridley from the Falcons in exchange for draft capital that can be worth as much as a fifth round pick in 2023 and a second round pick in 2024. So it's interesting. The Jaguars took the gamble approach. Yeah, <laughs> today. It's like we'll, um, we'll, we'll see when we get there, but this is what we have right now. Yeah, I mean, this could like really work out in our favor, or mm, maybe not. Um, yeah. I think they're getting a better deal than the Falcons in this, uh, in this scenario. Really? Yeah, I, I think so. When he comes back from being suspended, I mean, he's good. And it's really not like it, the draft capital might be worth as much as a fifth round and a second round, but like, that might not be the case. This could be like a third round and a four, or I don't know, like a fifth round and a fourth round or something that's not as as like serious as a second round pick. I think that's kind of like, I don't know the gamble there. You don't really know, but yeah. Yeah. I think so. I kind of feel like that. You don't. Um, I, I think, I think game wise, I think I'm, I'm so, first of all, I, I don't like taking risk. So that's probably why <laughs> I'm not in, <laughs> in the sport, but just, I'm, I mean, like, you're you're taking a player that hasn't played all year like you have no idea where they are yes you have what they can do you know what they can do but you just don't know where they are right now so I'm like does that help me like we still have to see when you show up yeah I hear you I feel like those guys are just staying in shape and it's like more restful for them sometimes and then they come back Mm -hmm. and they have an even better year and hopefully he just doesn't do anything else to suspend himself again yeah Oh, so it was more of a vacation move, not a break the rules. It was like, hey, listen, I need a little time. So I'm going to do a little game. I, I have no idea. I cannot confirm or deny that. I would imagine he would prefer to play and get paid. But who the heck knows? Okay, number eight. Yes. The commanders are on board today, trading cornerback William Jackson III to the Steelers for an undisclosed draft compensation. Yeah. Okay, this one was super interesting to me so like what do you think those undisclosed draft compensations are like let's throw out things that are all wrong wrong answers only (laughs) oh wrong answers only i had a theory but another like three commanders trade quarterback william jackson the third to the steelers for what'd you say i'm sorry for three seventh round conditional picks Oh, see, this is where I was going, like, not even football. I'm like, oh. the commanders traded quarterback William Jackson the third to the Steelers for Corn dogs. 18 pounds of brisket. Yeah, <laughs> like something ridiculous. They Ooh. were like, yeah, we can't get much. So do you guys mind sending over the Steelers, Pittsburgh? What's um, their, They put French fries on all their sandwiches. That's like a thing in yes. Pittsburgh. So for all of those, I forget what those are called. Um, I should know because I used to eat them when I was at school in West Virginia. Um, but yeah, for like 5,000 of those sandwiches with French fries on them. Mm, I like now, it. I don't know. It would be interesting to see like what is so undisclosed about it that it's just like that you can't say it. Yeah. You think the like the deal is really not done done? That that was my theory that they haven't even they haven't even like finished it or finalized it. So it's undisclosed because they don't know. But I know that yeah. like him there him getting a trade was like last option before they released him and i feel like it's something that's they're like hey if you still want to talk about it let's talk about it but we have to get this done so i think that's why we don't know what it's for 
Okay. Well, I mean, at that point, if they're going to release them anyway, like take whatever. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, that's but yeah. Okay. So trade number nine, and this was another big one for Pittsburgh today. The Steelers are sending wide receiver Chase Claypool to the Chicago Bears for a second round pick in the 2023 NFL draft. Yes. Ooh, Which is also a, that's a big move, big move and a big, listen to my pun, a big steal for the Steelers. Because rumor has it, (laughs) rumor has it that the Packers were coming in hot with some outrageous offer, but they were too late. They were too late. Like, what are you doing, Packers? Yeah, honestly. This is somebody else we have to talk about. (laughs) Because my mind is kind of blown. My thing is, I would treat trade, I would treat trade deadlines like the draft when you're on the clock. It's things are moving so fast and there's so many conversations. You almost have to just be ready to move and have my A plan, B plan, C plan already. Because how do you take so long? Like, I don't understand if it was something that ridiculous, yeah, because crazy, I, I would have thrown you, it out on the table. You've got to imagine, too, that the Steelers are saying to the Packers, yo, we've got other people like, yeah, if you want to do this, you got to do this now. Yeah. And whoever, you know the GM of the Packers, it was over there just kind of like taking a nice rest like, mm, or wait on it, taking it at his own pace. Like, you know, me on the treadmill, <laughs> just chilling out. Yeah. Like, dude, make some moves. Your team needs it. Yeah. Like Aaron Rodgers needs people to throw with just played the bills Sunday night and hardly threw the ball. It's Aaron yeah. Rodgers. It's not like he runs the ball either. So yeah. get somebody for him to to help him out. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. And I'm sure Aaron is probably smashing windows at this point somewhere. I don't. Yeah. You've got to <laughs> think he's like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm like just so annoyed. Him and Tom Brady. It's kind of crazy how like the ending ending of their careers is just turning out to be like, that's got to be more frustrating than Tom Brady. Like why he didn't retire after winning a Super Bowl with a new team right. is like beyond me. I'm but always going I'm out not on Tom a Brady. Yeah. I'm always yeah. going out on a, we did well, that. That's what's crazy. Tom Brady definitely thought he was going to do it again. And yeah. that's obviously why he's the goat, but like, <laughs> come on, dude, yeah. just like take it and leave. It was like, he's um, like, I'm invincible. <laughs> he's like, I need one for every finger on both hands, not just <laughs> yeah. for one. Um, okay. The 10th and final trade from today. Another big guy. Um, the lions traded tight end TJ Hawkinson and two fourth round picks, uh, to the Vikings in exchange for a 2023 second round pick and a 2024 third round pick. Yeah. Um, this was a really big win for the Vikings. Big win for the Vikings. I'm sure big win for TJ too. Just being with the Lions and just <laughs> trying, just trying so hard. Um, so I'm sure he's excited for that. We've seen when the Lions trade and they end up going to a Super Bowl winning team. I'm like, is are the Vikings gonna be there? No, but I just thought it'd be funny. They can be there, but they're not gonna be the winning Super Bowl team because I already know who that will be. Oh, is it the Bills? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Oh, Who oh, would the bills? Like you're surprised. <laughs> oh God. I'm thinking That's the Cowboys so could be um, there. 
I'm honestly fine with the Vikings. I, I like their fan base. They yeah. seem pretty cool. Kirk Cousins, like for a while there, definitely didn't think that he would be here this season. Um, so yeah, I mean, good for them. Their their current tight end is hurt. Mm-hmm. And so this was a big uh, upgrade. And um, yeah, I think it'll be cool to see how he plays. And like you said, he's just not getting the opportunity to... Uh, you know, win Shine. in Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for him, this was probably like a fantastic day. Yeah. He's he's not, unfortunately, he's going from cold to cold. It's not like, like you said, with the families and the wives, the wife's probably like, this is great, but also like really Minnesota, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like not Miami or <laughs> Arizona or really anywhere like nice and warm. No. No, still the cold yeah. snow, but at least they're at least they're prepared for it, you know. But that's that's the ten trades. It was a big day, a lot of movement that started from about uh let me read my about fourteen or fifteen hours ago is when yeah. all of this craziness started. So okay, the team that didn't make any moves, the yeah. Green Bay Packers. What in the heck is going on? Like I know we just kind of talked about it, but like that was mind blowing to me. Yeah, I honestly think there was a lot of discussion happening. Um, in the what is the trade deadline room? I don't know. Um, and I feel like they no one was on the same page, which to me, again, this trade deadline day is like game day. So you have to come prepared with A, B, C, D plan. And I feel like there was too many people at the table yelling across and like nothing was getting done or productive because it just doesn't make sense. Like it's the Packers. Like I'm confused. I feel like the players on game day, like that's their day that it's like a test at school, right? Like this is the day you have to perform and you're getting a grade. These are the types of things where you look at GMs and other, you know, administrations of Mm -hmm. teams and the teams that don't do anything or can't get anything done. Like this is where you are getting graded and people are going, why in the hell would we keep him as our GM when he can't recognize that our team needs X, Y, and Z and can't get it done? Yeah. Was there anyone else? The Cowboys? The Should Cowboys, we talk about um, the Cowboys? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so and from oh, your no. perspective and following them heavily, like what did they need and who, like what position did you want to see come in through a trade? Oh, God. Is there more than one? <laughs> yeah. Position-wise, I, want, I wanted to see maybe another wide receiver just as an, as an added threat. Um. And maybe some linemen, like let's get it together. Um, but but yeah. more like veteran players. Not I don't think I don't think superstars are necessary. I think I think the Cowboys have enough stars where it's like it's the yeah. pieces coming together. So I think it was small movements. But I yeah I was also surprised that there was nothing, um, and the caboose wasn't moving. What did Jerry Jones say? He was the the train yeah. caboose. He was on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I was also surprised no one was like, hey, um, Cooper Rush, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Because um, that would have been a moment, too. So, yeah, we'll see what's going on. I think the Cowboys are a bit less obvious than, like, the Packers in terms of needing something so heavily, you yeah. know, that they, like, had to go get something. So I'm not totally mad about the Cowboys, but I see what you're saying. It's like some of those experienced guys that can come in and and bring that experience and teach it to all the younger guys so that you can really become more of a cohesive team yeah yeah and like make an impact you know rally the troops that's what i need Mm -hmm. 
you know. I was also a bit surprised that the Giants didn't make a move today. Um, only because I, I don't think I would have been surprised if their record was different than it is. Mm-hmm. But because it's so great, I think I maybe would have expected them to go out and try to get even more threats to actually, you know, really be a contender this year when nobody expected them to be. Really? Yeah, so but I don't know. I saw something somewhere, too, where they said that they they just didn't want to shop hungry today. They didn't want to jump the gun on things that they, like, really didn't need, you yeah. know, and overextend themselves for, for things that they didn't need. So... Um, their GM is the old assistant GM from the Buffalo Bills who worked under Brandon Bean. So if that says anything, he's he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking that that they were being a little more conservative because it's not like anything that you desperately need. Um, but just seeing like kind of what comes about at the end of the season um, and moving from there instead of doing anything prematurely, you know. How about uh how about the Rams not making, you know, more moves? Oh, Cam. I just felt for Cam. Did, Did you, you see his tweet? Yes, I was just about to say. Oh, my God. Sydney. My heart was melting. Okay. I had to drop him from my fantasy team. He, Everyone was like, he was supposed to be a good friggin' pick. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. He was like, I just want to play football. I miss playing football. And then did you yeah. see? Okay, my one of my favorite things about Twitter is reading all of the, um, the thread. Yes. After some of these, just because people are absolutely brutal or just ridiculous on the internet. And the first comment that pops up is some guy going, so go play football. (laughs) And then he writes back, if it was up to me, I would. And you're like, yeah, people are, people are violent behind the keyboard. They're very brave. very Oh man. Just like throw a picture of a cartoon on there and you can say whatever you want. Um, Right. And then. God forbid you say anything back. They're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, dude. I I love you. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, Those people suck, on? but it is pretty entertaining to read. Yeah. Um, but hopefully they work that out because I think that was one thing or one player that people were were looking looking for and looking to. Um, it is just weird to me. Like, if you're not going to play him, like, why aren't you sending him somewhere else for draft picks? I know. And I all and not then I think that's this is the where part I don't the, maybe understand football enough. Yeah, I think that's the part of the business that I don't understand, and why I'm still on the side of like the emotional side because I'm like, again, this is someone's life and job, and you just have him dangling in the wind, and there's no there's no plan, and I'm confused. Yeah, I mean, they must feel like they're gonna use him maybe at some point, and if not, like if they're doing it for some other kind of crazy personal reason, like screw that, that's yeah. stupid. Which yeah. I don't see happening, but I also just don't really truly understand why you wouldn't get something out of it if you have no intentions of, no intentions of, um, you know, playing him because playing at some him, point yeah. then this, see, yeah, like it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Especially Maybe. with like looming talks of OBJ going back to LA, which I do not think is going to happen because they're not a, I, in my mind this year, they're not a Super Bowl contender and, um, OBJ is clearly just going to chase another ring. Like, why wouldn't you when you're in his position? So, yeah. well, he could chase him with the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. He might want to go play in Jerry's world. Imagine he goes to the Bills. I would honestly, I would get up. I would literally be like, well, that's the season. See you next year. Bye. <laughs> 
Yeah, maybe. But like they already have sometimes I almost feel like like, listen, it would be cool. I definitely wouldn't be disappointed. But sometimes I feel like it's a, there is a such thing as like too much. Like we too do much. have a lot of threats already at the wide receiver position. Like mm, yeah. I essentially have two wide receiver ones. I got Diggs and I got Davis and Davis can play yeah. like a wide receiver one. You bring somebody else in that has to learn things and like then you're splitting touches. And I don't know, like it's a it's mm. a lot. Yeah, but at the same time, it's OBJ. So also like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One hand catch. Yeah. Something cool. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Fine. 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 I'll let you. <laughs> it was a crazy, crazy day, Sydney. Yeah. Um, um, and we'll just see how it, how it, you know, plays out. I'm excited to see all those guys in their new uniforms and, um, you know, see what happens here. Yeah. We've got um, the team Instagram and Twitter handles. They've got um a lot of content and editing to do this week so good oh, luck yeah. to all of y'all yeah <laughs> <laughs> cool all right well, well until next week you guys know where to follow us at fangirl nfl show and then you can follow me at sydney underscore faith underscore you can find me at Haley clover sweet thanks for listening y'all Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.